Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The producer actually said to me after my first audition, you know, thanks very much for coming in, but this is not going to work out. And uh, I remember in that moment when he said that, I had two choices. One was to say, well, thanks very much and, you know, go back to L.A. with my tail between my legs. And the other one was to to fight for it a little bit. And so in that moment, I said, hey, listen, can I come back tomorrow and have another go? Will you please just let me have another go tomorrow? And just we'll just we'll just see. And he I think he felt sorry for me. So he said, all right, I'll give you a chance. Come back tomorrow. And then I went back the next day. And this time I nailed the audition. And and it was based on that second attempt that he ended up getting me the job what you just heard is a man that chooses to always have a different perspective even when a negative outcome exists this episode is about how to reduce your alcohol intake how to be more productive and how to have better sleeping methods we talk about his amazing career i joke earlier in the episode about how he reminds me of james bond because he sort of has these um unique skill sets that are suitable for spies but i think uh even if you're someone that doesn't need to sleep better or doesn't need to worry about reducing your alcohol this is going to be a great episode because of his personal story and how he continued to go for what he wanted despite what the world was telling him hope you enjoy the episode and as always you know i love you i'm always accessible reach out to me on ty Roxon on instagram or on twitter or on my website tyroxin.com that's it for me enjoy the episode welcome everybody to another episode of as told by nomads and today's episode is with the real life James Bond. Well, no, sorry, James Swanick. James Swanick is an Australian-American investor, entrepreneur, speaker, and former sports center anchor on ESPN. He hosts the James Swanick Show podcast and is the CEO of Swanick Sleep and creator of Blue Light Blocking Glasses Swannies, which helps people sleep better, something I need to do. He's also the author of the 30-Day No Alcohol Challenge, which helps people reduce or quit alcohol. Forbes listed James as one of the 25 professional networking experts to watch in 2015. Swanick has interviewed celebrities including Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he'll be back with more questions soon. And um, and we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about his entrepreneurial background, some of his um, the American slash Australian slash nomadic things he does, uh, and um, his um, alcohol challenge. Welcome to the show. Taya, great to be here. Thanks for having me. The pleasure is mine. I, I was uh, I had a I had a blast reading your your bio there. So tell me how it all started, because someone as multifaceted as you, like the Swiss Army kn- uh, knife that you are, 
what, what was the beginning? You know, take me up to the point where you realized you had to, uh, you had that turning point where you needed to really make some decisions to elevate your career. Yeah, well, I mean, I grew up in Brisbane in Australia and, uh, you know, I went to a, an all boys high school and then right out of high school, I got a job as a newspaper reporter. So I, uh, I had a job from age 17 to 23 uh, as a reporter there in, in Australia. And then I went to London, became a sports journalist. But then I made a really big mistake, Tayo. I fell in love with a British woman. And uh, <laughs> she, she ended up breaking my heart and I was all like devastated. And so I was like, I got to get the hell out of this country. Um, but I didn't want to go back to Australia. And I, I made a, a decision then I was going to go and try America for no reason other than you know i kept seeing hollywood movies that said america was the land of opportunity and so i flew to los angeles um on september 30th 2002 ended up living in the hermosa beach hostel paying 15 dollars a night to sleep in a bunk bed with a bunch of other snoring backpackers and um you know figured out how to live in in america in 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 uh in the u.s and get a work visa and um you know, I interviewed movie stars for a while. I interviewed, you know, Schwarzenegger and Tom Cruise and a few of those those people. And and then, um, yeah, got my dream job hosting uh, Sports Center on ESPN in 2010. I quit drinking alcohol, started coaching people on drink on quitting alcohol. And um, you know, for me, it's 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 funny. The big transformational moments of my life have come from when a woman's broken my heart and dumped me. <laughs> so I don't. Know. Well, how many times has that happened, James? Well, it's only happened. Uh, yeah, I know. I realize I, I'm starting to admit that this is a common occurrence now, isn't it? No, um, no. It's happened. It's happened to me two big, t- like twice in my life, two significant times, twice. And uh, one of them was that was that woman in in the UK, and that led to me moving to America. And then another one was a Colombian woman in in uh, 2011, and that um, really triggered a lot of self development and introspective work. I want to peel back on on a few things. So. Take, take me to the sports center story. I know that's very crazy. It's just like a, a crazy thing because you were just figuring things out and then yeah, something happened. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was living in LA at the time and I, I wasn't working. It was one of those times where I wasn't working. And I just, I, it was after this, this Colombian woman had, had, had dumped me and I, and I was trying to, I was trying to figure out who did I want to be for, you know, like in the world? What, what did I want to stand for? And so I did this 30-day challenge where I, I decided I was just going to help all of my friends and anyone that I came across um, for no apparent reason other than just to be a giver rather than a taker. And what happened was is that one of the guys that I helped reached out to me a couple weeks later and said, hey, James, uh, Sports Center on ESPN is looking for an international anchor to, to host Sports Center. And I thought you'd be really good for it. I, I, do you have any TV experience? And I said, nope. And they said, perfect. I'll introduce you to the, to the producer at ESPN. And uh, he did. And so I set about this, this goal that took me, ended up taking me about 40 days to accomplish, which was to convince an ESPN producer that I should be a host of their iconic television show, Sports Center, with, without any television experience. And that's what I did. Um, and then you know, about a couple of weeks after they told me that they were going to put me on the air, I was on the air and I, I made my, my debut. So, you know, I traced it all the way back to just having real intention around helping and giving to people because without me having done that, my friend, you know, wouldn't have thought to introduce me to this ESPN producer in the first place. Yeah. 
You know, and for those listening, that's such that's the importance of uh, giving. You know, I, I think a lot of times we give and sometimes we think we need to get something in return. But you were just given. You had no idea the next opportunity was coming down down the line and um, it sort of paid its way forward. Now, Sports Center, I, I'm a sports fanatic, right? One of my f- favorite athletes is actually from your uh, your country there. Uh, my first favorite tennis player was Pat Rafter. And then, yeah. And then uh, and then I, I got into uh, Leighton Hewitt, who can be a, a bit temperamental, but you're from Adelaide. Um, yeah. But I've always loved, and Hugh Jackman's one of my favorite uh, entertainers yes. of all time. So I, I, I've always been fascinated with uh, um, sports in general. And I'm curious, were you into sports before, or is it just like the media background helped? Because Yeah, no, I was into sports. I played rugby for many years. I played cricket, which is a very, you know, uh, Commonwealth playing sport. And um, so, I, you know, I, I played at a modest level. I played for Los Angeles Rugby Club for the first two years that I was in L.A., but that was more just for social reasons to make, to make new friends uh, um, rather than any kind of, you know, high level of, of play. So... Um, you know, I was a sports enthusiast, and I made sure when I was trying to persuade the ESPN producer to hire me that that he knew how much of a sports enthusiast I I, I really was. Right. Um. And so that that went a long way to me. You know, to, to him ultimately putting me putting me on air. Now it's true that I did have a media background because I, I was a newspaper reporter and. And uh, I'd done a little bit of sports reporting in terms of the written word, but there's a big difference between, you know, watching sports and writing it down on, on a, in a newspaper on a website than actually, you know, being in a TV studio, wearing makeup with lights, a director, a producer, and being able to actually, you know, deliver sports on live television for 30 minutes. That, that's a, a whole new skill set. Wow. Yeah. No, I was asking because I, I know some people always ask, well, can I just be in media? Can I just be in sports? I'm glad that you 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 know you sort of talked about that. Now, did you learn anything about yourself throughout the experience? Was it everything you ever wanted? Was it a frustrating moment? What did you yeah. discover about yourself? Yeah, a lot of things. But a couple of the main things were um, it's amazing the power of intention because back in 1990, when I was 15 years old, my mother used to bring home a, um, a video recorder every summer, uh, or at least on, in this summer. And my, my brothers, my two younger brothers and I would pretend to be newscasters. And like my brother would, would you know, have the camera on his shoulder and I would pretend to be a, a, a newscaster and we'd play out these kind of storylines in our yeah. backyard. And, and doing that made me really just say to myself, one day I'm going to be on TV. One day I'm going to host a TV show. And it's amazing because 20 years later, it was 20 years from from 1990 when I was, you know, in my backyard pretending to be a newscaster to when I actually made my debut as a as a sportscaster uh, in Bristol, Connecticut, at the home of ESPN. It was 20 it was 20 years. So the power of intention of like dreaming something and saying I'm going to do that. It's amazing that the universe just conspires to make that happen. The other thing I would say is. Man, I was so nervous doing my audition. Um, when I did my audition, because I'd never done a television audition before, I, I was so nervous and I had a panic attack and I really, I really blew it. Like I didn't do a good job. And the producer actually said to me after my first audition, you know, thanks very much for coming in, but this is not going to work out. And uh, I remember in that moment when he said that, I had two choices. One was to say, well, thanks very much. And you know, go back to LA with my tail between my legs. And the other one was to 
to fight for it a little bit. And so I, in that moment, I said, hey, listen, can I come back tomorrow and have another go? Will you please just let me have another go tomorrow? And just, we'll, just, we'll just see. And he, I think he felt sorry for me. So he said, all right, I'll give you a chance. Come back tomorrow. And then I went back the next day, and this time I nailed the audition. And, and it was based on that second attempt that he ended up getting me the job and uh, or giving me the job. So I guess the lesson in that is, um, you know, it's either don't take no for an answer or it might be even if you fail, just go again. Um, the phrase I like to use is just a three-word phrase is keep moving forward. So no matter what, what happens, just keep moving forward. Yeah, no, your life is a series of lessons because we just, you know, we heard about obviously uh, something happened, a woman broke your heart, you're like, nope, moving. You moved here, you started just being yourself by, you know, just giving and offering help. That led to an opportunity. The opportunity didn't go out, didn't work out the first time. And then you're like, you know what? I'm just going to keep moving forward. And then you, you, you got to that. And then, but with the sports center thing, how long did you stay there? How long did you Two work? years. Well, I'll tell you what happened. I, I absolutely loved that job. It was so, such a good job because I got to watch sport all day. Uh, and then I got to be on camera and I got to talk about sport and I got to have fun with it. And I got to say, TiVo time in Denver lots of time. Because when <laughs> I was hosting it, um, it was around the time when Tim Tebow was, was just destroying yeah. it for the Denver Broncos. And, and there was that whole Tebow mania thing was going on. And so I would be on the show and I'd be going, and it's Tebow time in Denver where Tim Tebow is, you know, and I was, it was just so much fun. Um, but what happened was is that as good as that job was, it was still a job, which meant I still had to answer to, to someone and, and ESPN still kind of put a value on what I was worth to them. So they were the ones who decided my salary. My boss was the one who decided my hours. And I still had to be somewhere five or six days a week. Um, and, and, you know, and, and that was that was that. And so for me, I just always dreamed of, of living a lifestyle where I traveled the world and got paid either to do it or I made money while I was traveling. And so I ended up quitting my job at, at ESPN to go and try and learn um, how to make products and sell products online so I could travel the world and make money doing it. And so that's what I did. It was a People say, well, that must have been a tough decision. It really wasn't. It was actually an easy decision because my life was just calling me to go and learn how to, to, to be an online entrepreneur, and, and that's what I did. So you, you heeded to the call, the restlessness in, your, in yourself where you're like, you felt like you could do more. You felt like this is comfortable, but I could be much more than I am right now. And then you just yeah. exploring. Yeah. I mean, I was being paid handsomely to host SportsCenter. And, you know, was living in a nice place and I had a place in New York and I had a Z level of fame where people might recognize me on, on occasion on the streets. And, and, you know, it was, I got to t talk about sports all the time. What, what red blooded, you know, sports loving man wouldn't love that? Um, but, you know, I, 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 I'm like, I want to go and see the world. I want to travel. I don't want to have a boss. I want to be my own boss. I want to, make millions of dollars versus hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, I, I don't want to answer to anyone. I want freedom. And so that's what I went pursuing. Oh, I love that. Now, before we get into some of the, the other things uh, that you do, the no alcohol challenge as well as the, the sleeping better, let's talk about entrepreneurship in today's world, right? So 
we keep hearing we're in the gig economy. We hear a lot of people who are in the position you you are at ESPN, actually probably in the worst position where they are they feel stuck in the job, but they can't quit or they've convinced themselves that they can't quit because of several obligations. Despite all that, they still feel like they have an idea within them. How what can you tell those people right now in terms of formulating an idea, turning that into something that's viable, and then building the movement out of that? Yeah, well well, I get two things. Coming up with a product idea or a business idea, um, let me speak to that for a second because I, I have two main businesses at the moment. One of them is called the 30-Day No Alcohol Challenge, which helps social drinkers quit alcohol for 30 days, and that's an online program that I created. And then the other business I have is is a sleep company, which is called Swanic Sleep, and mm-hmm. we create we create these these blue light blocking glasses called Swannies, and and they kind of got this orange lens, and and you wear them uh, these glasses an hour before you want to sleep, and the orange lens blocks out the blue light from your computer screen and from your cell phone and all of that kind of stuff, and you, you take them off just before sleep, and then you, you, what you find is that you sleep a lot better. Now both of those businesses were born out of my own personal interests because I used to be a social drinker right up until two thousand and ten. And then I quit what I for what I thought would be 30 days, and I felt so damn good that I just kept going, and I haven't drunk since. And then all my friends kept asking me, "Is like, hey man, how do you not drink? Like, how do you have fun and socialize without drinking?" And and so I would tell them, and it just got to the point where so many people were asking me about this. I just thought, you know what? Maybe I could create a business out of this. Why don't I create a, a 30 day no alcohol challenge program? I'll film. 30 videos on my iPhone, I'll stick them up on a membership site and I'll, you know, I'll charge a small fee for it and I'll really help a social drinker just quit alcohol for 30 days. And that's what I did. And now that product, you know, has made me hundreds of thousands of dollars. And not only that, I've helped thousands of people quit drinking um, uh, around the world, either for just 30 days or or permanently. Um, The sleep company, when I created these blue light blocking glasses, I was wearing these really ugly kind of Uvex safety goggles that was blocking the blue light, but I looked like looked ridiculous wearing them. And so <laughs> I just thought I'll make a cool looking pair of blue light blocking glasses. I'll just create a fashionable style. And so that's what I did. And I started it as an Amazon business. And now we've sold uh, $2 million plus of that product in, um, in just over two years. And, you know, I, I get six figures a month from people buying th- these Swannies blue light blocking glasses um, um, you know all, all the time and helping people sleep better so the point is is that you know I didn't like oh I've got to think of a product it was the products and the businesses were actually natural extensions of my own passions and my own interests and things that I was doing already so if your listener here is trying to come up with a business idea just think about what you're into what your world is what your passion and what your interests are problems that you have, try to solve those problems and create a business around that. Wow. You know, the, the funniest thing that you, you said is, is something that people always have this dichotomy about, um, dilemma rather, where you built a career out of something you were trying to solve yourself, which is, you know, one of the easiest pieces of advice you can give an entrepreneur. But a lot of times when you say that to entrepreneurs, I've said this multiple times, they say, well, it's too niche. Like, who cares? It's just not my problem. Well, why would I think that everybody else would deal with that. And I think your two companies just further illustrate that fact, the no alcohol challenge um, and, you know, your, your swanic sleep. is just you understood that you solving this problem 
could mean that there were a bunch of other people there and you changed your mindset into instead of thinking, ah, well, it's just a me problem to like, well, there are many types of me's out there. And what if I could be the one that actually gives them something that makes their lives a little easier? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because 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 uh, here it here it is in a nutshell. Ty. Really well said, by the way. What 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 you said. Um, you. He, he, here it is. Right. Solve a problem for yourself, then solve that same problem for someone else, then solve that same problem for a group of others, and then solve that same problem for a hundred others, and then solve that same problem for a thousand others, and that's it. That's yeah. that's all that's all business is. It's it's making people's lives a little easier or things a little quicker or things a little cheaper or making people a little bit more money. It's you know, it's solving people's problems and you, if you can do it for yourself, then do it for one other person and then do it for a group of people and then continue on and on and on. That's all it is. That's all that's all business is. Yeah. Well, help us solve this problem. What are seven ways to sleep better? <laughs> Seven ways to sleep better. Yeah. Well, let, let me just give you a little bit of context before I, I, I give you those those seven ways. Um, my sleep used to be okay. It wasn't terrible. It was okay. You know, I, I might still get six, seven, sometimes eight hours. But what happened is, uh, what was happening is that I'd wake up in the, in the morning and I'd still feel tired and lethargic. And some nights I'd toss and turn. Other nights I'd have tro- problems falling asleep. You know, my, my sleep was like a six or maybe a seven out of 10. But here's the thing. You want to be sleeping at a nine out of 10 at least because when you sleep well, your skin looks better. You uh, have more clarity and focus. You've got more energy. You can burn more fat. You're happier. What about you, Ty? Have you ever felt, you know, how do you feel when you don't sleep well? Uh, well, yeah. So I've been one of those people, right, I, that operates. I'm very energetic as you can tell. I operate in very little sleep and I'm fine. I don't take coffee, I don't drink alcohol, any of that. And I, I'm working on actually fixing that because I, I know that that's probably not sustainable um, in terms of later life. So, yeah, the answer to that question is I don't necessarily feel any different way because I just have always been able to operate energetically and I just go yeah. on for hours. So maybe I'm the wrong person to ask, but I know there's a negative side effect to that. Well, there is because if you if you're not sleeping well, then your hormones are all out of whack. Mm-hmm. You're you're not being as effective as you can in your business. You're not being as effective as you can in your job. You you're just you're, you're kind of like carrying a ball and chain around with you um, mm-hmm. all day. So, um, sleep is super important. All the studies and all. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
science shows how just how important it is. So um, you asked for seven ways on which to sleep better. Um, would you like me to go through those seven yes, ways? I would love to. I'd love to hear that. Okay. So um, first thing you can do in the morning is make sure that you get natural sunlight. So that means um, go outside as soon as you can after waking and let the sun's rays hit your face, hit your skin. Your skin actually have receptors in it um, that tell you that tells it that it's daytime. And what and why you want to do that is this: you you want your body's internal clock, which is called your circadian rhythm, to know what time uh, wake up time is, and it knows that by the sunlight. Now that will help you fall asleep later at night. The problem that most people have is that they wake up, they stay indoors for two or three hours, they don't let the, the light hit them, and then they end up, you know, not being able to sleep later on at night. So, so first step is get morning sunlight. Um, second thing is um, morning exercises have been shown to sleep better than people who exercise in the evening, and they think that's because if you're exercising in the morning, you tend to stick to the routine more, which means you're healthier, which means you sleep better. Also, if you exercise in the evening, it raises your core body temperature. And um, and the tip number three is that you want to sleep in a cool environment. So the optimal temperature for sleeping is around 65 to 69 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, sleeping in a cool environment will help you sleep, uh, sleep a lot better. Um, number four is uh, no caffeine after 2 p.m. Coffee will stimulate you and, and keep you up. So if you are a coffee drinker, just don't have any coffee after two. Uh, number five is uh, wear a pair of blue light blocking glasses, right? So I'm, my product is called Swannies. Uh, they, they have the orange lens. And you wear these glasses an hour before you want to sleep. And what the orange lens does is that it blocks out the artificial blue light that if you are staring into that blue light, it's essentially tricking your brain into thinking that it's daytime. And when your brain thinks it's daytime, it does not produce melatonin. And when it's not producing melatonin, that's when you find it difficult to either fall asleep or you toss and turn in the night or you wake up in the morning still feeling tired even if you've had seven or eight hours sleep. Um, next thing I would say is wear a, a, a high-quality sleeping mask um, during the night because you don't want any of that light disrupting you. Like even the alarm clock light that you find in many hotel rooms, that light shining on your face while you're sleeping can be enough to disrupt you. Um, and then, uh, and then finally, um, I would say, uh, for sleep, um, making sure that you, um, uh, uh, have blackout curtains in your room so that the sun doesn't wake you up in the morning. Like you want to sleep in absolute pitch darkness. Um, same for the same reason. As soon as light touches your skin, it, your skin starts to think that it's daytime and it starts to wake you up. So you want to sleep in absolute darkness. Mm, mm, wow, no, that's very solid. And obviously, we're going to put the link to your, your product as well, right? That you've got the blue light blocking glasses that would transform sleep, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, the Swan they're called Swannies. My last name is Swanick and the nickname is my nickname is Swanny. And so. People just started to call them Swannies. Swannies, <laughs> Swannies, blue light blocking glasses. Swannies, wow, you've got your own brand. And look at look at that. Look, you can be this person who says, I'll sleep when I'm dead. But the, the, the issue there is that you're killing yourself by not sleeping effectively. Uh, you, you, you're, holding yourself, you're holding yourself back. So this whole thing where 
it's like, oh, you're so cool because you only sleep three hours a night and you're in the grind and the hustle and you're making things happen. It's a, it's a, it's nonsensical because you're not being effective with the time that you are awake. Our bo- when we sleep, our body literally replenishes itself. So, um, uh, in your brain, for example, when you when you think throughout the day, you are expending glucose. Right? There's lots of glucose in your brain. The only way you can replenish the glucose levels is with rest, is with sleep. It's kind of like if you were driving, a, you had a full tank of gas, and you went, um, you you drove for you know I don't know 100 miles, and then the tank was almost empty at the end of the day and then you woke up the next morning and then you got in the car and you wanted to drive another 100 miles but you're only going to go 10 miles because your tank hasn't been replenished. It hasn't been filled back up again. So sleeping is an integral part of having greater clarity and greater focus. But here's the thing that really really gets a lot of people, Tayo, and you seem like a pretty handsome man, um, <clears throat> but judging, by the fo- uh, judging by your photo on iTunes, if you, <laughs> if you sleep better... If you sleep effectively, you actually get better looking. You want to know why? Why? Because studies show that if you don't sleep well, you show uh, 32% more visible wrinkles and crow's feet on your skin and around your eyes than those people who do sleep effectively. And your skin is the body's largest organ. And so if you can sleep well and your skin can replenish, you will have less wrinkles, less crow's feet, you'll look more vibrant, you'll look more energetic, and people will say, damn, Tayo, you're looking, <laughs> you're looking good this day, these days, boy, what happened to you? Man, look at you. You're a handsome mofo. Wow, look at you. Uh, no, you know, basically what I heard there is, you know, Tayo, there is always time if you make the time. Uh, so the idea of sleeping when you're dead is not something that's, that's healthy. And, you know, you, you made the case. Now, um, the devil's advocate is still going to continue. So I'm someone that doesn't drink. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have friends that consider me an alien because I don't. I have to spend 20 minutes talking to people and convincing them that I really don't care if they drink in front of me and I'm still able to have fun and all that kind of stuff. So can you talk about how, talk about why rather you're getting people to quit alcohol for 30 days if a lot of people have basically been programmed to think that you need alcohol? Yeah. Well, like I said before, I was a social drinker, which meant I, you know, I drank a few times during the week. I drink a, a, a lot more on the weekends. Sometimes I get drunk and have a good time, but I never did anything too crazy. I mean, but what I noticed was is that my drinking was slowing me down. I put on just a little bit extra weight. I, sl- I didn't sleep uh, particularly well. I looked tired. I looked lethargic. Um, you know, if you got a hangover or you've had a couple of drinks the night before, you're just moving a lot slower, aren't you? Like you're just kind of like, eh, not really feeling it today. You're just like slow, sluggish. And if you're feeling like that, you're not being as effective as you can in your job. You're not being as effective as you can in your business. You're not as happy. And because you're not as happy, you tend to like snap at your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife or kids or friends. Um, you know, you're irritable. You're just, you're just kind of like, again, running at like a six out of 10. It's not like a four out of 10, but you're just kind of like, blah, just average. And so if, if people can understand and, and, and get a glimpse of what it feels like to be alcohol free for just 30 days, what they'll find is that they'll have more energy. 
they'll sleep better, they'll look better, they'll lose fat, they'll potentially make more money because they've got greater clarity and focus, they'll potentially make better friends and higher caliber of friends because healthy people attract other healthy people. And here's the, the most interesting thing, your social life will actually improve. People think, oh, if I don't drink, I won't be able to have a good time because everyone's drinking. What I found is that when I quit drinking, my social life actually improved out of sight. I started attracting really high caliber of, of friends into my life, people who are into health and fitness and travel and, um, and having fun um, and, and doing activities that did not involve alcohol. Now, some of those people still drank alcohol, but at a very, very, very small um, rate. Um, so I can tell you, like, since I quit alcohol, I got my dream job hosting Sports Center on ESPN. I formed two successful businesses. I'm healthy, as healthy as I've ever been. I've got great friends, great family, great connections. And, and you don't have to quit drinking forever, but just try quitting drinking for 30 days just so you can get a glimpse of what it feels like. Well, then, so then my next question is, how do you quit alcohol? Yeah. Yeah, well, a couple things. Um, if you have alcohol in your home, remove it out of your home. It seems really simple, but if it's out of sight, then it tends to be out of mind. A lot of times when people in their home, they've got like a bottle of wine sitting on the kitchen bench or they've got a six-pack of beer in the fridge. And so when you come home, you see it, and because you see it, you think about it. Because you think about it, you drink it. So first thing is, is just remove it out of the home. Second thing is um, do a fun little challenge with either a friend or a group of people, like in the 30-day the no alcohol challenge community, for example. But even if it's just a friend, um, say, let's do this together and hold, uh, hold one another accountable because real change occurs amongst other people. If you're doing it by yourself, then you're kind of just relying on willpower alone. And a lot of times you might, you know, start doing three, four, five days, but then you crash on the sixth or the seventh day. Um, another tip is I encourage people to go out and socialize, not to lock themselves in at home, away from people. Um, but when they go out and they know they're not going to drink, just commit to having the most fun of anybody out that night while drinking soda water or water or whatever non-alcoholic drink it is. It's more of a mindset. And, and the other thing is, Make fun of yourself for not drinking. So rather than trying to hide it from people, you say, oh, yeah, I'm getting drunk on this water tonight. Woohoo!" <laughs> and, and because people see the attitude and people see that you don't care and people see that you're fun and lively without it, it ceases to be an issue at all. It's really, it's really right um, around, uh, around the mindset. Um, another thing is uh, uh, water, ice, and a piece of lime is a delicious non-alcoholic drink. Um, and when you get the lime, squeeze it into the into the drink. Don't just put it over the edge of the rim of the glass. Um, actually, pick up that little that little triangle of lime and squeeze it in and stir it around. It is a refreshing, beautiful tasting drink which you can just sip on um, all night. So you don't have the blandness of only of only drinking water. Um, and then and then finally. Um, uh, Make a schedule to meet people early in the morning. So when you when you're going to meet someone for a morning coffee or a hike or something, you tend to not want to go out and drink anyway because you know you have to get up early um, to go on a hike or a walk or exercise or or, or have a you know a coffee meeting in the morning. Um, so schedule f 
fun social activities for like a 7 a.m. in the morning or 7.30, and that will will, um, make you more inspired not to drink the night before um, as well. Wow, such simple life hacks. Uh, So let's let's continue to talk about this alcohol thing. So how can you socialize without alcohol? I, I of course, know this because this has been my life, but – there, I, I'm not kidding when I tell you that people that really do think it's it's impossible. I was having uh, dinner with with someone the other day. Uh, she's a friend, and she was like, "You know, having this dinner with you just made me realize I could actually have fun without alcohol because I've I don't think I could ever just have a dinner at this time and not have a glass of wine." And so she was surprised by that. I've had a lot of people do the same thing. So I'm wondering if you could talk to um, some of those people that might think that it's impossible. So how can you socialize without alcohol? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, it's not impossible. Um, it's actually really, really simple. Um, and it, it, like I said, w- w- if you're out at dinner with friends, okay, uh, and you're out at a restaurant, for example, whenever anyone asks you a question about what you want to drink, you just have one staple answer. And it is, yes, please, I'll take a water, ice, and a piece of lime. <laughs> and th- and that's it. So you just make a rule for yourself. It's like whenever anyone asks you what they want, because the waiter will, will come over and say, oh, can I get you guys started with drinks? What would you like? You say, I'll take a water, ice, and a piece of lime. Mm-hmm. So you make a little game. You gamify it where it's like whenever anyone offers me a drink, I say, yes, please. I'll take water, ice, piece of lime. They're the only words that come out of your mouth, right? That's that's it. And then that way that holds you to that to your commitment, and then you drink it now. In order to have fun, because people think, oh, I'm not going to have fun because everyone else is drinking and I'm, I'm here only having to drink my water and ice and a piece of lime and this is so boring and everyone else is having fun. BS. Yeah. That's the biggest load of Breach. BS. Uh, it's the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my entire life. I, because you have clarity, because you are drinking water, you, ironically, you have more energy than anyone else. You have more insight. The level of conversation, the depth of conversation is far deeper. Um, you're able to connect to people a lot more. You're able to be fun. You're able to be funny. And you're able to laugh at yourself. If everyone else is drinking, you can just laugh at yourself. Not that you, you there's anything to laugh at because you're doing it. But it, what a great opportunity for you to stand out amongst the crowd and say, ah, yeah, I'm getting drunk on my water tonight and aha. Uh-huh. Here's the thing, everyone else at that table, well, not everyone else, but there's probably other people in the group that you're socializing with who wish they knew how to quit alcohol but can't. And so they're looking at you and they're seeing what a fun time you're having, what a great time you're having, and they're like, damn, I wish I could be more like Tayo. I wish I could be more like James or Jane. So, again, it's more of an attitude. If you go out going, oh, I can't drink, I can't have fun, then guess what? You won't have fun. Mm -hmm. But if your attitude is, I'm going to have the most fun tonight and I'm going to answer it. When everyone offers me a drink, I say, yes, please, water, ice, and piece of lime. And I'm going to smile, I'm going to engage, and I'm going to introduce people. You will just, you will, a whole new world will open up for you. Yeah, a whole new world, like Aladdin used to say. Um, I, I forgot that I, I forgot to include that. I'm pretty corny. But, <laughs> but like, uh, that's so important for you to say, though, because I think even with the alcohol, with the sleep, then it's just a mindset shift. Um, and a lot of times when you switch that mindset, you realize, huh, I sort of put this limiting beliefs there because maybe society programmed me that way and maybe I just believed that. Maybe it's a, the, the media that I consumed, every cool person I saw had some alcohol. Every 
um, the the sexy entrepreneurship story is the the guy or lady who's like in five countries and hasn't slept for twenty nine hours. Like these are the stories that people are talking about, and 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 you've somehow convinced yourself that it's it's like if you're sleeping, someone else is winning type thing. So it's just a matter of readjusting and understanding your priorities and knowing that you're actually doing your body and yourself more service and extending your lifespan as opposed to what you might have thought uh, previously. And yeah, yeah, well said. I mean, all, all of our life is just things that are happening and then the story we tell ourselves about the things that, that are happening. Mm. So, for, for example, if you're drinking water at a table with friends, well, what's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. You're drinking water at a table with friends. But your story can be and the meaning that you associate to, to that can be anything you choose. So you can, you can choose A, which is, oh, my God, I'm only drinking water. This sucks. Everyone else is having a good time. I'm not having a good time. Gee, I wish I could have a drink. Or B, oh, this is the most delicious water I've ever had, and this is so great that I don't have to spend all this money on the bar tab. I'm saving so much money, and, oh, my God, my skin is just feels so good because I'm drinking right now. And, wow, I'm so glad I got this clarity at the moment. I can really engage with this person across me. Oh, I can't wait to wake up in the morning and feel amazing go for a walk and a hike because I'm drinking my water tonight. And, oh, man, I feel so much energetic and, and lightheaded and it's so awesome that I can have fun without drinking. See how they're two completely different stories? Absolutely. Yeah. Much of life is the stories that happen around us and what you're telling yourself. Well, actually, a lot of times I always say it's how you react to things. You can control how you react to things. I mean, any, I could, you could have yelled at me right now and I could have said, I'm going to get really mad because I felt like my ego was hurt. Or I could just choose to decide to diffuse that and say, okay, I understand, James, and maybe something there caused you to really get your panties in a bunch. But let's, uh, let's, let's talk about what's best for both of us here as we're conducting an interview. How would we want to present both of our, ourselves in a good light? And that easily diffuses that. So, but we could have reacted different ways to that potential scenario. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, anything in life is just a mind. It's definitely a mindset. And now, it's easier said than done. Because don't worry. I mean, I've been guilty even recently of waking up in the morning and telling myself a negative story. Like I've I've been guilty of waking up in the morning and going, "Oh man, there's so much to do. Oh, my business is not not in, in increasing at the rate I want. I must be doing something wrong. I'm a lousy CEO and poor leader." And right. Oh man, I didn't work out yesterday. Oh, I don't want to go to the gym today. Like I get those, I get those things. I get yeah. those stories. I get those stories. But being aware of them and then being able to, to switch the story whenever you want, that's where the power comes in. That's where you can handle any situation that comes at you. Yeah. No, I love this. No, this is good. We're getting ready to wrap up here. So where can people find your work? Because obviously you said so many amazing things. You've had such an interesting career and you've built two profitable businesses that are way worthy to be on, on Shark Tank, and I'm sure everyone would want to jump in and say, I want that, I want that, I want that. And you did that um, incredibly well. So how can people stay engaged with you post this podcast? Yeah, well, if you're interested in, in better sleep, then check out uh, swanicksleep.com. And I'll just spell it for you because my, my, my last name is actually spelled a bit funny. It's spelled Swanwick, S-W-A-N-W-I-C-K, even though it's pronounced Swanick. So if you can, if you go to swanicksleep.com, you can find the Swannies blue light blocking glasses there. We've got sleep masks and 
sleeping pill um, supplements and things like that that can help you. Um, if you're interested in quitting drinking for 30 days and just taking a break from alcohol, um, you can go to 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com. And if you'd like to follow me on my social media, I'm on Instagram uh, at, uh, at James Swanick. At James Swanick. We'll put all that in the show notes. This has been legendary. I love hearing your stories. But I can't let you go without asking you the mission statement. I ask all my guests this. Uh, my mission statement, by the way, is use your difference to make a difference. That's the reason I do anything that I do. So how do you, James, use your difference to make a difference? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the great question. Um, I am committed and have been committed to helping people sleep better and to helping people reduce or quit alcohol. And my own mission statement is that I am a powerful, open, loving man, which means whatever I do, I make happen because I'm powerful. Whatever I do, I am open, which means I'm open to all scenarios and all people and all opportunities. And I'm open to people, even if they're, you know, um, aggressive or, you know, you know, they don't necessarily adhere to the typical person I might spend time with. I'm open to those people, to that type of person. And I'm loving, which means I am in service to, to people. I want to help people. So, I stick by that, and in doing so, I'm able to produce, you know, businesses that help people and get paid for it. Yeah! Wow! Wow! This who would have known if, uh, all this would have started um, because of heartbreak, you know, or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, don't get any ideas you had, listeners. Don't 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 go breaking hearts. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to thank you so much. This this has been fun. Um, we'll definitely make sure we put all that in the uh, show notes for sure. Um, and thanks, uh, Daya. This is this has been this has been great. Thank you for also teaching me and reminding me about uh, the importance of sleep. I think that's something I, I need to. My mom would love this episode because she's always telling me that. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, well, mom's no best, Tayo. You know that, right? Yeah, so, you know, mom's what? no best. <laughs> I, I definitely do. I definitely do. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes. And um, till next time, ladies and gentlemen, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 